Do Good Charlotte is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network. I'm Pamela Escobar. In each Do Good Charlotte podcast, you will find out who's helping, who could use a helping hand, and just how you can spread around your own good. In this episode of Do Good Charlotte, we're honoring Hispanic Heritage Month by introducing you to Soraya Diaz, who is the Development Director of the Latin American Coalition. How you doing? Good, Pam. Thank you for the invitation. We're, we're very here. we're very excited to have you here. Um, we know that September is a big month um, for you. I know that you're busy. You're working on things. But first, before we get into all those details, for people who aren't familiar with the Latin American Coalition, what is it? What do you guys do? Well, um, the Latin American Coalition is an organization that promotes immigrant rights. We help the immigrant community, Latino, Hispanic community. The Latin American Coalition has been here for uh, 32 years now in Charlotte. Uh, We help the community in so many ways um, to help them Get, get in touch with, with all the resources that the city and this new country has to offer to them. Some of them are newly arrived. They have no idea where to go. So the Latin American Coalition is like that first stop where they go to search for, for help and to find that connection to the city and the, and the, the rest of the community. Uh, we have four different centers where we help. The first one is the Immigrant Welcome Center, which is the first stop again. To, to the coalition. Uh, here we support for immigrants seeking help on navigation systems in Charlotte, you know, crisis assistance, everything that they need to know when you first arrive to a city. We also have the Economic and Labor Center where we help people increase their economic uh, progress to, to do better, to find a job, to also know the rights uh, on, on the places they're working. Uh, we have the Youth Development Center. Also, we have helped with uh, Latino youth to increase their chances of, you know, graduating high school, getting good information on where to go to college, anything that they will need to to know. And we also have the Immigration Legal Center where we help with, uh, we offer services like legal advice and assistance, citizenship uh, programs, uh, English classes for citizenship, help them with their their application with uh, USCIS, and just all kinds of stuff like that. So these are the four centers that we have to help the community. So someone's new to this country, they speak Spanish, they really don't know how to get around Charlotte. And, you know, word spreads quickly and people know Latin American Coalition will help mm-hmm. you. Yes. Yes. Like I said, we are uh, the first stop worth having here 32 years and we're very well known, known uh, around the community. And yeah, we, we help them out. And uh, we are a Latino led organization, we all speak Spanish. Uh, many of us, if not all of us, are immigrants ourselves, so we know uh, that when you come to a new country, it's really hard, you know, because you leave everything uh, behind, your family, staff, who you are sometimes, and you come here to find something just very new, and you want to have a familiar place to go, uh, a place that feels like home, and that's what we want to do at La Coalición, have them have the, give them that feeling of belonging back, you know? 
Yeah. So how did you get involved with the coalition? Uh, well, I started working with them in January this year. And uh, actually, when I just arrived here to Charlotte seven years ago almost, uh, the first place that I uh, learned about, you know, you do a Google search and you find Latino places to go or stuff like that, the first thing that pops up is La Coalición uh, as a place where they help you, you know, figure out, go around the city. And um, I, I got involved through the events that they do, you know, the Latin American Festival, the Dia de Muertos, or, because they, we also have these cultural events to help the community uh, get close to, to their culture again and their festivals and, again, have this sense of community. And I, I just learned about them back then, but I, I didn't get too close to them until just... In January this year, I started working with them as a grandson membership coordinator, and uh, it's been great to see the passion of all my co-workers there to help the community, and we've been uh, helping the, the people, the members, our community a, a lot, with a lot of passion. What is your, what is your day look like when you're there? Well, I don't necessarily uh, you know face the, the members but uh, we I, I talk with a lot of organizations to help them know about the work that we do to help us and to bridge them to our community so I speak a lot with different organizations tell them about what we do um, tell them the ways they can help us help the community Right. So, so you're you're sort of the back end. You're not the front end. So yes. you're not you're not dealing with people who are coming right here off of a bus who need something. Yes. No. You're I, making sure they the have back. the resources. Yes. Got it. Yes. Um, so I'm looking at you. You know, you serve as many as five thousand people every year. Um, right now, you're serving people who um, are coming out of Texas. So what is what has that been like? Uh, yes, right now, actually starting this year, uh, in 2022, we started seeing a big influx of people coming from Texas uh, without help, without shelter, with, you know, anything. I'm not sure they are sending them through different cities from Texas. Um, and one of the places they're coming a lot is Charlotte. Uh, we've actually helped around... 1,430 people just from May to August 3rd. 531 of them are children. We've had people who have no, no shelter. We've helped them, you know, place them in, in different places. Some of them are full. So we, we really need help to help these people. Yeah, so this this is more than the regular influx of immigrants that are normally coming through Charlotte. I mean, that's a regular thing that you're always set up to do, but this yes. is a large group of people that's coming. Yeah, we've seen a, a very big wave this year. It's it's larger than than other years. And um, and so you've I know that you reached out and asked for help, um, but you still need help, right? We do. Yeah, we actually. Just in the past couple of weeks, probably, we had five families just one week coming in to La Coalición with no place to sleep. With uh, One of them was, uh, well, a family, uh, a family of two. You cut this. It's okay. It's okay. Well, a family came, came to La Coalición searching for help. It was the parents and, and a little girl, and they were really no place to go. 
So we had to to help figure out where to take them and you know help them. But then more families came over because uh, seems like in you know in Texas there's a well there's a website out there where people search places that help uh, immigrants and. The, La Coalición is listed in one of these uh, websites, so we're not sure if they're sending people based on, you know, those lists where they see that there's places that help the immigrant community. So somehow they, they arrived, arrived with us, and we, we worked with uh, Alianza Venezolanos in Charlotte, and we're working to provide the resources and get the help for these families. So you're working with the Venezuelan Alliance. And mm -hmm. is this because the family's Venezuelan? Yes, actually, uh, it, it's fine because a lot of the families are uh, Venezuelan and Colombian lately, which uh, I believe in the past the influx was more from Central America, Mexico. But lately, it's been a lot of we've seen a lot of families from Venezuela and Colombia, especially. What is it that they're leaving? What is what is the goal? Why are they coming to the United States? I, I know their goal wasn't necessarily to come to Charlotte. Their goal mm -hmm. was to come to the United States. Yeah. What what are their reasons for coming? Well, I think as just any immigrant or any person that wants to find a better life, you leave because you want to find better opportunities for your family that you don't have in your country or even when you change jobs, right? You want to do better, so you change. You find a better place to go. And that's why they're coming, because their country is it's very challenging right now. You know, the crisis in Venezuela is terrible from the past few years, so that's one thing that it's pushing the, all these families to, to leave the country. I think people, Americans don't necessarily understand how desperate it is in their own countries. That mm -hmm. if you stayed, I mean, the quality of housing, the quality of jobs, I mean, it really, it's desperate. They're, they're desperate. There's nothing for them to stay, right? Yeah, yeah. And imagine, like, if you are willing to risk everything to travel this far and risk your family through, you know, who, who knows what, travel through all these countries and get here. I mean, can you imagine like how bad it is over there that you can have to risk it to come here? And I mean, there's different ways that people come here. You know, some people have better opportunities, better ways of come here, but eventually we are all finding or trying to find a better way of life and better opportunities for our families. I came here as an immigrant as well. Um, I probably, I'm lucky, I, you know, I, I came with with my son. Uh, One-year-old came because, you know, some challenges I was having there. And I just found a better place and better opportunities for him as a single mother here. And so now your son is in he's, second grade? Or? He's sixth grade. He's going to be 11 in August. Yeah. Oh, that's phenomenal. Yes. And so, yeah, I mean, when you think about what the sacrifice was worth it to do what you needed to do. Yes. And so you're yeah. trying to make sure that these families um, find that. Yes, that they find that and they have what they need here. I'm Pamela Escobar. You're listening to Do Good Charlotte. And after the break, Soraya is telling you how you can help the Latin American Coalition.
If you think or know you had COVID-19, you can be around others after 10 days since symptoms first appeared and after 24 hours with no fever without fever-reducing medication and after other symptoms have improved. If you have tested positive for COVID-19 and you had no symptoms, you can be around others 10 days after you got tested for COVID-19. To learn more, visit cdc.gov coronavirus. Welcome back. So let's talk about how people can help, because I'm sure there's lots of people who want to help out there. What do you guys need? Right now, to help all these families coming uh, to Charlotte, we the, the better way to help is uh, financially uh, through gift cards. Or right now, we created a GoFundMe page that you can find at our website. It's www.mylack.com mylac.org and there you can find the GoFundMe page and donate whatever you you are available to. My lack, so M Y L for Latin, A A for American, and C. Yeah. So mylac.org. Yes. Okay, so people can find the GoFundMe there uh, and and get information about donating financially because that's what you really need. Yeah, that would be the the best way to to do it, but we can also receive, um, you know, Items uh, for for babies, uh, baby formula, uh, clothes, diapers, uh, diapers, just anything that you can think of when you are new to a, a new place. What what do you need to to adjust? Right, like those type of things. And then um, I know you were saying that in September you're going to have um, an event. Uh, what is this going to look like? It sounds like it'll be a big party, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's the Latin American Festival. We've had that festival for actually 32 years. So it's our 32nd festival. And we are going to have um, international artists. You know, we're going to have a concert. We have a, we're going to have a community cultural part during the day. It's September 17th. It starts at 12 p.m., with a cultural part, we're going to have res- representation from different countries, Latin American countries. So the food is going to be amazing, the drinks, everything. And obviously the music and presentation is going to be fun. Uh, one thing that we are uh, launching this year is the membership program. We're going to officially launch it during that day. Uh, the membership program is an initiative to engage and empower the Hispanic and Latino community while providing La Coalición with uh, resources to f- subsidize our programming and all the help that we give out to the community by bringing together the community and organizations that you know, are going to provide uh, benefits, discounts, services to our members. So the way it's going to work, if you are a member of the Latin American Coalition, you are going to receive uh, discounts and our in-house, like with the services that we provide at La Coalición, but you are also going to receive benefits from our partners. So one of our partners, uh, for example, Compare Foods or Charlotte FC that are joining, they're they're part of our founding partners. They're going to give discounts to tickets or to like when you purchase something at Compare, you're going to be getting a discount from them. So that's going to be a value of the membership. But also more than the transactional part is the the 
community feeling that you're going to be getting, you know, like if you're opening the doors to our community, offering some service or benefit, the, it, we want to have that feeling or give that feeling to the community that they're welcome, you know, that the city is welcoming them, are opening the doors for them. Um, and we're going to have an individual membership, a family membership, but we're also going to have an ally membership. So that's another way to help. If you are um, just a member of the community, you don't have to necessarily be Latino, speak Spanish or anything, but you want to help and support the programs that we have to help our community, you can purchase one of these memberships, an ally membership. You're going to be getting a digital card on your phone, and you can take advantage also of all the discounts that just a regular membership is going to have. So that's another way. Uh, that's also going to be starting September 17th in our website that, that we already mentioned. Awesome. And so then all, if people go to, to the event, they'll also be able to sign up there and get more information if they have any questions, that sort of thing as well. Yes. Um, this party that you guys have every year, um, you said the food's going to be amazing. Um, there's lots of music and dancing as well, right? I mean, what yes. does it look like for people who've never been? So, well, you're going to go there and you're going to see a lot of, you know, people, obviously our sponsors, all these booths with the different countries. So you're going to have um, art also from each country, uh, food, the drinks, representation of all these, the community. Each of the countries are going to have also some type of cultural representation, like a, a dance or a performance that we're going to have. So there's going to be traditional dances. So you're going to see people, you know, dancing and doing traditional things and stuff. Um, there's also going to be a section for food vendors. So you're going to be able to buy food also and, you know, get some drinks. And during the, the concert, which is going to start around 6 p.m., uh, we're going to have the presentation of uh, Carlos Rosé, who is um, bachata, you know, mm -hmm. singer, uh, Ruby Perez from Dominican Republic. Uh, he's, he plays, you know, merengue, and it's going to be awesome. And we're going to have the presentation of Carlos Rosé, who is a bachata singer. Um, Ruby Perez plays mer merengue, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And also, um, Villos Caracas Boy, it's a Venezuelan orchestra that is going to be, you know, closing the night. It's going to be really fun. So it's a great way for people who are part of the community already uh, to, to have a party, but then also for people who want to be allies, who want to, who just love Hispanic culture to come out and see all the different countries and to taste all the food and just enjoy the music. It just sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's going to be a lot of fun because it's, uh, it's going to be at Symphony Park, the park right behind South Park Mall. And you can bring your picnic blanket or chairs or something so you can just hang out with the whole family there. For, for that day. It's going to be on September 17th. So it's important for people to understand that the Latin American Coalition not only does this amazing festival and cultural show on a regular basis, but also that you're using funds for that, from all of that to help real families who are coming here on a daily basis. Yes, and that's uh, very important to mention that this festival, it's a uh, how do you say it's a non-profit festival so everything that we receive we give back to the community it's to support this programming well i want to thank you so much for coming today if you are listening and you know someone like soraida 
who is doing good in our community, let me know about it. Tell me about someone or a nonprofit organization that should be heard on Do Good Charlotte. Reach out to me, Pamela Escobar, on social media. I'm Reporter Pam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or go to the Queen City Podcast Network page and fill out the contact form for Do Good Charlotte. A big thanks to Share Charlotte. You can hear about other groups doing good by following their hashtag, Spotlight on CLT. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it.